0: What's up, everybody? I'm Chef Jordan Chaton, and you are now tuned in to Chefish. Today, I actually have one of my friends, Erica Key, food blogger extraordinaire, right? Correct. That's how I would think of you. And then, ultimately, we'll get into what you've been able to create from. Being a full-time blogger. I love that. Right? Yeah. And so beyond being a full-time blogger, I think for the past 10 years or so. Yeah. Right? Where it's paying all of the bills. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Which actually is a really good thing because sometimes I feel like we can reach success, but we don't know how to s- sustain success. Oh, so for it's sure. like We know how to get it, but we don't know how to keep it. But you actually have been able to do that. Yeah. Which I think is an amazing feat mm-hmm. in the blogging area.
1: I like, I stay in my lane. That's the best way not to
0: crash. Well, but you created it. So, yeah. I mean, how, can you <laughs> <wrong>? <laughs> how can you go wrong? How can you go wrong? The Touché. blueprint is right here. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you've been doing that for the past 10 years. I know you from always kind of being like a resident on Fox 5 in Atlanta, but yes. you've done Good Morning America and you've also done CNN. I have. Food and Wine. I have. Okay. And then you. Essentially, have been able to create a space where, because of all of the work that you've done with brands, you now help other people with their own brand identity. Absolutely, yes. So it's kind of like the Olivia Pope of
1: (laughs) the Olivia Pope. It's handled. You know,
0: handling, but a lot of people don't know how to handle those spaces of branding, marketing with social media. And so I, I, you're like a wizard. It's like you wake up and you, you know, that's like a little light breakfast.
1: I mean, you know what? I think like, well, first of all, thank you for having me today. Welcome to, welcome to chef. It's so classy. I mean, we're matching. I love it. So, I mean, when I started my brand it was not a space for bloggers, let alone like they really stayed away from us. And the journalists really didn't like us because it was just like it's not respected. Absolutely not. You didn't we didn't like to school. I mean, I went to school. I went to school for psychology. No, but like, they don't care. They don't. You didn't go to school for journalism. No, exactly. So it's yeah. like, why are you in our space? Yes. And then like you know gatekeeping. Gatekeeping, And it was just like, you know, in, in every generation when you're not familiar with something, you know, we you, women couldn't use to wear pants. You right. know, you were looked at as a floozy for yes. wearing some slacks, you know. Yes. So, I mean, it's always the new generations that's kind of like, you know, spicing it up a little bit or whatever. Yeah. But the biggest thing was I knew that if God placed this idea on me, I'm going to have to bring it home. I'm going to bring a home run. And I just knew it. Like, my cousin kept saying, you got to get an Instagram. And I was like, Girl, I ain't got time. And then they got to, you know, I'm the most public private person right. you will ever meet. So I was like, what? They want me to post everything? You see a lot, like,
0: but you don't really see anything. No, I like to mind my business and, you know, drink my sponsors. And I'm pricing a check off every post that you see. <laughs> None of this is free time, baby. I actually get paid you for know, this. Look, we
1: live in a generation right now that if you have a cell phone, you really can make $100.
0: Okay, wait. So before we get into so because you're getting into the entree, right? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. I'm only trying to like, give mm-hmm. them a taste. So I'm gonna a little. Let's do the moosh el- you know, el- the- el- yeah. Okay. And, you know, I have to for the people that speak my language, you can a little, little give a little appetizer, Just a little taste. Oh, just a, you know what I'm saying? So she, you know, she's boss over here, you know, getting in getting into how she's been handling it. So I wanna also focus on the fact that you've actually helped two hundred and fifty Businesses, yeah, we're creating content for them. And what has that done for them? I mean,
1: everybody knows that like now people aren't even asking for your website, right? Like that's a secondary. No, what's thought. your
0: Instagram? That's the first people thing. People want to know your your
1: number. They really. What's your Instagram? From, from dating. From food, from everything. So it's just like, you know, sometimes businesses, they don't have a good social digital footprint. Like Mm -hmm. the pictures are blurry and everybody knows, especially in the food space, you eat with your eyes first. If it doesn't look good, if I say, oh, let me show you. He's like, this looks like mush. Like he's going to bring something over versus somebody showing something beautiful that may not be able to cook, but it looks absolutely amazing. Right. You eat with your eyes first. So it's been very helpful when I have like clients and brands to kind of bring the concepts to life and really provide like strategy and education. Like, no, this is why you have to focus on your social media. This is why you need clear photos. Like
0: it can either make or make a business these days. For 250 businesses, you've done that yeah. with their brand identity. Yeah. The brand identity Olivia Pope over here. Yeah, I'm saying resurrecting. My friends are next in the influencer space you've worked with major brands like Prosecco chambroid but like the kentucky derby yeah' that K- i mean with your attire today i would She likes to dress i need the A line you know I mean, i've always i always
1: tell my clients especially the girls that are trying to like rebrand you get further with class than you do with ass like literally you want to be tasteful you know what yeah. i mean so it's, it's just like, i I. I, I I like it.
0: Yes. I like, I like it. I mean, you know, who taught you that? My mother. For sure. Sh-
1: oh, my mother's, yeah, for sure. Okay. She's, she's a prude. So it's like she's, my mother literally,
0: we don't saying, even use words like, like this. So I <laughs> just love it because it's already just telling me she, you're outside of you're the a, realm
1: of I was nine years old and my mother gave me a book and a pair of heels and said, walk.
0: What? And I
1: had to do it for like, I'm going to say three weeks until I got it right. Are I you mean, serious? Ankles, weak, fallen, get up. Like, yeah, my mom is not, she does not play that at all. Like, you know, a little rude to never hurt nobody. <laughs> I remember one time I came. My mother didn't start working until I was sixteen, but I remember I came. She's like, "Oh, you're coming to my job." <laughs> she didn't start, okay? And I came to her job, and like my shirt was wrinkling. She's like, "You are not coming to my job. You are staying in the car." What? Yeah, she's like,
0: "Presentation I- matters. Dress how you want to be addressed." Okay, I'm not gonna look like she a was serious about that. Uh, absolutely. See, but- I-, I look like an unfit mother, and that- maybe that's why I'm better single. <laughs> but I like, need the haircuts, you know. But it's like you know when you go somewhere and.
1: You're greeted by somebody, you know, you look at them kind of sideways, you know, you you go to park your car in the valet doesn't have on a valet suit he just got on like a track so what you doing here like are you really the exactly <laughs> you know it makes people but that's how it's it's just
0: <laughs> you know what when it. you use that metaphor it, it it made more sense to me than like because you know i think that sometimes as women i think that we still need to like push past the male patriarchy for sure because it's so embedded in us you know what i'm so saying embedded. so it's kind of like I ain't selling puss and plates, but I don't really have a problem with showing cleavage or my arms. And if I want to wear a short skirt, then I'm gonna sit in an appropriate way. But sure. I think that sometimes because it's easy to um, have those conversations, and then sometimes it can sound, you know, like- dated. Patri-, Patri It's the patriarchy And we never We never really Articulate it You know For It's sure. just like But if your mom If this is how your mom Oh you yeah like, how we raised Wearing heels And so You're giving me a taste So this is telling me How food blogging And how are you able Like branding strategies Like so It started there Like oh. to me The childhood always Tells the story Of where you're about to when be When I was so- like Outside playing When I was
1: younger My mother said I would come home And be like I'm dirty Change me So I've always kind of Been a little prim and proper But like in my early 20s You know I like Daisy Dukes as much as the next girl. You know what I mean? But like, that's when I was younger. I'm like, getting older, you know? And I have a husband now, so it's different. He don't want his cheeks out, you know? No.
0: So. I I mean, I understand. I understand. You know? know, I like it. You know, you have to, having a clear vision for what you want and speaking it into existence. It's absolutely imperative in anything you want. Yeah. Like, I literally,
1: I always talk about like when I met my husband. So I met my husband when I was working Mm -hmm. at, an apartment complex. I was a leasing manager. Right. And I would float from apartment to apartment. And, okay. you know, when you are like in corporate at the apartment complexes, nobody wants to show apartments. Like right. That's like grunt work. No one wants to do that, whatever. When he came in, I'm like, oh, no, I am going to show him this apartment and I am absolutely going to process his application because I got to see what that credit score looked like. And I got to see what his paychecks are every two weeks. Right. And when he came in, I took him on. I was like, I was super cute that day, too. So I... <laughs> Gave him the best tour of his
0: life. Tell and me then, about it. And then um, he messaged me. So you're mess- not to going to go be in the, in the rental office. <laughs> of hey, <laughs> something's wrong in my apartment. I need fix Just keeping my eyes so, up. I'm trying to see, ooh. you know. <laughs> we, see what I can see. Let it see me, you
1: know. <laughs> so we met. He messaged me and said, hey, I think you're beautiful. I would love to, like, you know, take you out for dinner. I was like, sure. I was super excited. Now, this was, like, 10 years ago. Right. But, like, I went to BB. Remember in Linux? So I was like, I got a brand new dress at BB, and I went to oh, Mac. Yeah. Remember, they didn't have like the mobile MUA. So no. I had to like go to Mac and spend $50 to get my face beat. Okay. Was and not- hope
0: and pray that the color back. Okay. So- I was like, oh it. my God.
1: And then um, I waited. I was early, and he like texted me, I think, at like, we were supposed to meet at 7.30 and he texted me at like 7.15 like can we push the date back to like 11 o'clock? Ooh. And I was like you absolutely did not. Like not. No. I said there's nothing open but Legs and Waffle House and I'm not interested in either and I blocked them. Oh. Yeah. So he like, he kept calling me and I was just like, I don't have time for this. But that was a problem. I was like too giddy. Like typically if it was anybody else, I would have made him like chase me a little bit. I was like, no, this is different. <laughs> Absolutely not. So then after that, he like came to my job with like three dozen of roses. and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I messed up. Like, let me take you. I was like, I'll check my schedule. And I'll get back to you. Last time I was a little thirsty. So and then we went out to dinner and we had a great time. And then we hung out for like 90 days and the rest is history.
0: And then it was like, we're locked in locked in after 90 days we're so maybe 90 days really does work it does it does it does, <laughs> it does. tell me because i'm out here single single like I, but age. i heard i heard
1: the i heard the dating market's a little uh, diluted like,
0: the oh. the dating pool got pee in it bro i heard i heard it and for me at this age and at this stage it's different conversations I, like we're I not just trying to go get something My in. peace <sighs> i I'll value my peace over anything else you know what I'm saying and also uh, you know because of my parents you know and the lifestyle that I'm a product of for sure you know I have 11 siblings 9 different babies moms you know what I'm saying so my understanding or what my belief system is in men and how the dynamics of monogamy and honesty work I'm more interested in honesty than I am over monogamy. Monogamy is more of a, like a fairy tale in my mind than it is a reality because I know a lot of sex workers and most of the clientele Or married men. For sure. So my vision has always been like, oh yeah, guys, just have other women. Either you know about it or you don't. But now I'm to the age of, I don't really want to be with nobody forever. And so I'm cool with how you make me feel when I'm with you. Uh, People aren't a possession to me. Or maybe I haven't met someone. I like this. You know, or maybe I haven't met someone where it's like... Or maybe because of what I've been through, it's like, I don't I really don't own nobody. And and when I felt myself in, it's not healthy for me or for them. And it's like, how do you make me feel? Because if you're lying. Right. So listen to this game. So the problem with people in the relationships now is. But outside activity is more respected than how you're taking care of your home unit, right? For, well, and it used to be back, you know, back in the eighties. Like you, had- they 80s. had them;
1: they were secrets. And well, you, when when after, you ran the you weren't really like your home was taken care of. It's not right. like you know we're sharing a car, and then you're using the car to drop me off and go see somebody else. You need to be going to work, sir. Right? Okay, you can't. You don't. We don't have the
0: capacity well, right now, no, now for we you don't to have, have. We don't have uh, like role identity anymore. That's what it is. You don't think so? No, I, women are women are a lot more. And when, once women became financially independent of true. men, it changed the dynamic. And so for some women, it's like you that hold on. If you're not providing me with X, Y, Z, then you're not on my time. Whereas there's a lot of women who accept a lot of things just to have a man there. You know what I'm that's saying? True. And then beyond that. Like with men, usually they're lying in their relationships because they really don't want to share the idea of anyone having sex with their woman. So it's more of that than it is it may be happening uh, if that okay, makes sense does. you know like sense. men can't handle the idea you know what i'm saying but they're doing it with like five and ten people you can't handle one in like a year or something you know what i'm saying not to say that that's what you should be doing but people <laughs> don't live in their truth a lot of times that's to me true. is what i've observed absolutely where relationships are now there's a lack of family unit and the importance of honesty and monogamy right absolutely. so for me i'm like fuck that's a fairy tale you know what i'm saying but you you're like i believe that your marriage is happy. Yeah, you we know? are. You're di- we really re- di- re- re- are. <laughs> you're you met him. I didn't even know that you met him in the Lisa office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. as we got into the main course, I was going to be asking you like. You were somebody before blogging and what was that? And you already slid and told me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but we're best friends. Like that's like, but I love that we're homies. Like
1: we're like, whenever I have like the best news, he's the first person I want to call. Whenever I have the worst news, he's the first person I want to call. And that's him. But like, we've always had a very transparent relationship. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, it just, it just works
0: for us. So, so before you were in the office, doing more residential work. How did you get into eating with Erica? So literally, when I was working at the leasing
1: office, I was working at like this magazine and I was doing like outside sales. So So I always was like a Houston, Ruth Chris kind of girl. You know what I mean? And then when I found out about Working at this magazine, there was so many amazing restaurants that I was assigned to that, like they were hidden gems. Like I had no idea about them or whatever. So my job was to get them advertising space. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. But I was so nervous to start it because it was just like, it was like a little passion project, you know? And I I remember like being up at like two o'clock in the morning one day and I saw this guy. He was like an award winning food blogger. And I was like, Oh my God, let me see his, let me see his website or whatever. And it was like misspelled words run on sentences. I was like, I know you lying. Like I was like, let me get my domain name. Like let's do it. And when I was working at this food (laughs) magazine, I was getting them ad space and I decided to do my own thing. And I went to the publisher. I was like, I think I have a great idea. Cause I kept trying to get them to do more social, more digital. And they just were not hearing it. They were like, we've done this always. There's really no point of us getting like an Instagram. No one's going to be putting their business on Instagram.
0: But do you think that I'm going to assume that this was more of a wider space? For sure. Right. Do you think that they didn't take you seriously because of that? No, I don't think they took anybody seriously. Oh, I think okay. it was
1: just one of those things where like we're making money and we don't need to do it because we've always done this this way. And I think that that's how companies go out of business, not being innovative, not thinking about the, but you thing. don't
0: really think in the back of their mind, like you don't think if like Susan or Karen came in with the same idea and the same execution that they would have given up the opportunity. They told
1: everybody no. like I came with ideas. My friend Constance came with ideas. Hi Constance. Um, they, t- they shut everybody down. but I
0: kind of feel like magazines and things like that are kind of archaic even even TV shows you feel like TV shows are archaic? the who's
1: who's behind who's running oh I, yeah. I feel like that's all businesses you know which is why I decided to be my own boss because it's exactly. like I don't want to have to go and try and plead a good idea and everything that I've asked them to do I've put into my own business and obviously it's worked right so I felt like you know so I that's, just, that's how it was born that's how and, I was, Eating with Erica was and oh let me interject so when I t- went to the publisher and I told him, like, hey, you know, I'm really excited about this idea. He literally was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever, ever heard of. Like, this is so dumb. And I was just like, like, that's the best way to get, like, me fired up. Like, my idea is stupid. Like, right. are you kidding me? But he was like from New York and like super abrasive. So yeah. you know how the New So Yorkers he lit are. the fire. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we're about to, about to we're show to talk. you. And so then I ended up getting fired from my part-time okay. job. Yep. I was terminated. Um, And I was like, that's fine. Y'all don't offer me any health benefits anyway. I'm not getting a 401k here. So. Why'd you get fired? Do you want to talk about it? Um, because, I mean, he didn't like my idea and I was going to do it anyway. Okay. And he was just like, you can't do both. And I was like, okay. And a part-time job.
0: Uh, okay. How are you are gonna stop I'm, me from what I do on my time? You ain't even paying for that. I was commissioned.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was so sell- That's. I mean, but the magazines were selling.
0: Yeah, but it, but if they're not giving you the ID, IV- no, no, I'm out of here. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. So that's what I did. And then so the, the was, homies told you they, Instagram girl.
1: She I was and she like literally made me an Instagram. She had to give me the password. Like I made you an Instagram. Like just start. Like we go out to eat all the time. Just post the food. Just post the food.
0: Are I you guys did. still friends? No. See, <laughs> see, you know what saying? see, okay. my
1: cousin, my cousin was telling me to do it. And then my other previous girlfriend was telling right. me to do it. And then my previous girlfriend, no, we're not speaking anymore, but
0: okay. thank you. You know, sometimes we outgrow people. Thank For, you. Ab, you absolutely that outgrow people. Fair. You do outgrow people. And some, sometimes there is a problem, but sometimes it's literally like, we just, it's just not there anymore it, or you just outgrow girl. I'm, where I'm on to this, you're on to that. And it's like sometimes, um, I think a lot of times people don't know how to outgrow people and they create a problem when there isn't one. It
1: doesn't have to be just, I don't, yeah. we, our, our, we don't align anymore. Yeah. And that's what, it doesn't have to be any drama. But some people don't know how to do, a lot of people don't know how to do that. Well, a lot of people don't know how to, <laughs> <laughs> know how to deal with conflict. and you Conflict know, resolution and you know is I'm lacking very, within the home. You know I'm very confrontational, okay. so.
0: I mean, I know I am. I mm. think that every time we've been out, I was more on the buffers. The fact that <laughs> you were, I mean, but you are a straight, straight shooter and you're, you're so clearly with this, it. like, like moving straight ahead. I didn't even think it. that anything I said could have even been, a. So like, not even at all. So, we so typically about. go out. And- this, yes. Is, yes. this is <laughs> like my reality, sweetheart. <laughs> it's like me, I'm a little bit more aggressive in it, you know? You, you yeah, are, you're a little aggressive. Oh, yeah. I like it. You know? It works for you. It does. I could imagine you any other way. I wouldn't want to be any other, any other way works i feel like you wouldn't want to be any other way. Absolutely, <laughs> i love it here you are through and through i think that that's why we are so like in tune
1: with each other but i think also it comes from like having like self-worth mm. and having knowing yourself you know what i mean like i'm not trying to like social media is not telling me how to live my life i move to the own, my own beat of my own drum and it just works and i feel like when you are a strong woman you attract strong women yeah like you know if you're around someone it's like i'm the best right if you don't feel like you're the best, I'm really going to rumble some demons because yeah. it's like, no, she's not. She's not. what. Be humble. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, like, I want you to feel like you're the best, too. Right.
0: Yeah. And if you can't, I'm going to still feel like I'm just
1: it's called self-esteem. It starts with yourself.
0: Esteem of your motherfucking self. Mm-hmm. How's that? Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Cat Williams. Hey, you know what i said? I know the reference now. Um, so. After you met your husband and you started, it seems like that relationship helped you to launch Eating with Eric. So I was working.
1: This is a thing, too. Like, I did not just wake up one day and decide to do this. Like, so many people right now are saying, leave your job. And it's just like. I don't believe in that. And go where? Like, I was working my nine to five and then working my five to nine. And then I did corporate marketing for YP. AKA yellow pages. And I was there for three years and they did a layoff and I was involved. Cause it's
0: like, what are the yellow pages? They now? were doing, they start doing, now, the, I know what they you, but at but the time now, they were the trying the kids to, now, what's a yellow
1: pages? I ended up back in the day. Oh, like, it a yellow Pages. It was so, a, it was, can you believe there used to be a book with people, <laughs> people's addresses and names?
0: Like, Oh my God.
1: Jesus. Like how unsafe is that? So we when I got laid off, I was really kinda in a crossword because like I wasn't making as much money with eating with it. It was like fly by nights. I would make some money some months, but it wasn't anything consistent by any means.
0: You were learning the game though. Exactly.
1: So when I talked to my husband out, he was like, "Well, I'll give you six months to try and figure it out, and you don't have to worry about anything financial, and just see let's go. that
0: that's, that was the support I was talking about. Yeah, for I sure. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he believed he believed in dreams. Hey, now when there is real black love, is there is there's absolutely it's real beautiful. Black hey, love. whatever shade it is, as long like, as it's healthy, I'm with it. You know so what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> just <laughs> like you know, I don't
1: think that like when you start something new, you have to plan. You have to plan for operating costs. You have to plan. You need revolving capital. Like, you know, so many of these entrepreneurs feel bad if they have to go get a job.
0: Well, a lot of them don't want to work. Why not? Well, they would they want the end result, but they don't want to do the work in between. But how are you going to pay for it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, how, that's my question. Like, how? I don't know. But beyond that, also, a lot of people lack financial literacy because I've, I've made a lot of money. You've made a lot of I've money. i made a lot of money. Okay. So, why do you feel like, okay, you lacked financial literacy? What would you do different? Um, I would have spent more time on fi- my financial education. I think that financial education should start way younger, but that wasn't even in my home. Like, my mom, you know, it would. She was okay with where she was, you know, and I always wanted bigger, you know, like it was always bigger. Like I didn't under, you know, but my dad had a bigger life, you know, so that's where my vision of what it was supposed to look like came from, you know. So I just feel like when you have that extra support of your relationship, because who has like six months, get it together. And so you basically got it together.
1: You feet to the street to this. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, I'm about to run it up. I mean, that's really a luxury. You it know is. what I mean? Like, I don't have to worry about anything. And I'm just like, I need help with this. I need help with that. But you know, I also had severance. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, well, you know, you got to use your severance for this. Like, no, it's like, that's your money.
0: But there's a lot of people out there, even listeners that don't even understand what a severance means.
1: Okay. Seriously. Are you
0: serious? No, I'm dead serious. Okay. Educate the
1: people. Okay. So like when you work at a Position, they give you a lump sum of money for your tenure there. So, like,
0: what's tenure for the people that don't know? <laughs> I'm so serious for your
1: time working. You gotta speak the position. language over here.
0: Like, you you fluent in money, and then we try to get it. Okay, so, so when I worked at my
1: position, I was laid off. When I was laid off, I was there for I believe three to. I think it was three or four years I was there. As I was there, when they laid me off, they gave me a lump sum of money for every year that I was there. And then they gave me my bonuses. And they gave me, I got like six months of pay as well. And then, you know, I got unemployment. So they gave me a lump that's sum. What I expected. It was, it was very, it was, but that's why I like corporate. Right. Like I, I mean, I know everyone's like, oh, I hate corporate. The what is it? Um, that's the their paycheck is the money they give you. Forget your dreams. No, I was very working on my dreams, and I got that job because I was a freelance writer for them. <laughs> (laughs) And they said, hey, do you know a community marketing manager? And I was like, I would love to be a community marketing manager. They're like, really? I was like, yeah, I'm trying to to do that. I'm trying to get out the apartment. It's like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So I had like 10 interviews and they're like, yeah, they offered it. They gave me a great salary. Like, I love that job. If I was not laid off, I still probably would be doing both. So that essentially was your pivot. Yeah. That was, this was your pivot time. Like, I'm okay, I'm doing this full time. And that like, that's an entrepreneurship. You're a commission employee. Like it's, a th- it's like, literally I'm no different from a real estate agent. Yeah. Okay. Like literally I'm, where's the next hundred dollars coming from? <laughs>
0: We have to manifest the next check. And then
1: you have to like do just little stuff like, you know, gas, meeting for coffee. I mean, before you even start or make a dollar from your business, you have to pay $100 for an LLC in Georgia. I think like in New York, your LLC Mm -hmm. is $1,000 and you have to pay for an ad to run announcing your business. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like an extra $300. So like before you make any money, you have to pay like New York like thirteen hundred dollars Yeah. So it's like it's expensive to start a business. It's not easy, especially if you want to do business right and have your foundation. I was going to say a
0: lot of people aren't starting businesses correctly. They're starting in the middle at the end. There's no education. And it makes no
1: sense because we have more access now to anything you want to know than any other time. I understand
0: that part, right? But I feel like so in your household when you were growing up, financial literacy was a thing, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's so many of us where those conversations literally never happened. So mentally, you're still like 12. And what you're, you know, not not to say it's at the it's at your fingertips. When you're so used to how you operate and how you live your life, sometimes it's discouraging at the thought of, you know, people don't really want to say, I don't know how to deal with money. I don't really know what's what understand under understandable. That's understandable. People don't have a good relationship with money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it starts in the house. So I'm like, Star- girl, you was with the heels and the book. And you know what I'm saying? I know your mom was talking about the bank. You know, the money. But yeah. My parents definitely encouraged
1: home ownership because it's like, if you think about it, I was telling my girlfriend this, like, I think a, a month ago. And I was like, you need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. Because it's like, let's say, for instance, you have a job. And as you have your job, you get a $10,000 raise every year right mm-hmm. and you're in an apartment and they go up on your rent
0: yeah it's a wash like here <laughs> <laughs> they go- i've been living they- here uh I've, I- I've spent 200 and something thousand living here and it's just like with your house your rent doesn't go up it's kind of fixed yes this is true
1: so that's all i was like just from a bu- just from a budget standpoint at least you know it just from it a budget like standpoint, it's, a it's, it's cheaper <laughs> I mean, everybody, I know
0: houses are getting a bad rap right now. They're like,
1: oh, it's...
0: No, no I mean, I haven't got a house because I didn't really want the responsibility on and I'm single. You're a single You know line. what I'm saying? And so... And you don't even know if you're going to
1: be in Georgia. Like, I mean, if you if you get a, an amazing client and they're like, come to Toronto,
0: you're in Toronto. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of not there no more. You don't want to do that no more? I mean, no, I want to do my juice. I want somebody to invest in... Oh, Where is God. the money at? Like, just <laughs> invest. I'm to, I'll do the work. I got it all. Messed so you don't up. want
1: to do chef stuff no more.
0: Um, it's related to food. It's juicing, raw food, cafe, farm. I love that. All attached, cycle house, and including in my business model is um education and financial literacy, because I know that I've really blown. I've blown so much money. What you blowing on, man? Life. <laughs> oh, Living, that's it. I wasn't thinking of. I needed a house. I was thinking of. I'm about to go and you know have fun, have a good time. Ten thousand here or, you, you look at that. And I have us. a very generous heart, so I gave a lot of money away. You know what I'm saying? Where are they at? I did, girl. In the wind. I need some invoices sent <laughs> In out. In the wind. Uh, but see, that's when you have lack of love and self esteem, sometimes, especially as women, we accept things that some are beneath us. Awesome people pleasing so, yes and some people manip- or manipulate you off of oh this. yeah but you gotta stand up 10 tells me cause forward. we ain't no victims around here cause whatever no. you accept that's a choice it, for, no one's keeping anybody I don't this. like giving other people power so I don't really like to say oh it's cause it, no like this is what happened I made a bad decision and, no I didn't love myself then <laughs> There's a name for it. How did you find self-loving? Through the grieving process of losing my little sister, because I lost my little sister back to back to losing my mom. And so I really sat back and looked at, I'm like older now. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, how many times are you going to have a mental? Well, and I went through the 80 pound weight loss transformation. So I had to start understanding that my block was mental. I did the working out. I did the healthy eating. But the conversations that I was having with myself about myself, was holding me back because now I have that stress within my body. I, I might look, it looks everywhere. I'm well kept. I keep everything together, but I could be doing so much more if I love myself more or if I put that time in to my education because like you said, it's at my fingertips. So I can't really just say, oh, just because I was, no, I wasn't living right. I wasn't doing, that's why. <laughs> you know? But why? I love the transparency. Yeah. I think
1: more people need to be having conversations. And it me. was like, never
0: taught in my home. Like my dad was killed when I was young. He had all the money and it's like, my mom was struggling after that so it's like money was I wanted more and so that segues into you building your blog and how on top of it you were with because at this point you hadn't had the responsibility of branding and marketing as much as you wanted to you had the story ideas you could put things together but you didn't have that freedom or responsibility i was so excited about my first website yeah
1: it was i look back i was like laughing like this was crap no but
0: but you started that's it you just gotta start like
1: what is it it's like you gotta drive and drive and fix a flat tire You got to drive and just keep it going. Like, you got to multitask. So, I mean, as long as you keep going, that's all that matters. Like, you can always rebrand and change logo and change. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. You just got to get started. You can
0: change the detour. You just got to get started. Just drive.
1: You do. Rome wasn't built in a day.
0: It wasn't. And so you spent 10 years building Eating with Erica. Can you tell people more about food blogging that they might not know or understand? I mean, the first thing is in order to- What is blogging? So like blogging is just documenting back in the day it was
1: like a diary, you know what I mean? But now it's pretty much just like an online platform just to share your thoughts, recipes, things like that. Recipes, entertaining tips, dining tips, and things like that. Me personally, I love Instagram, but I kind of feel like Instagram's the appetizer. Mm-hmm. Like if you're looking for a place to take your girlfriend or your boyfriend, I don't think they're going to come to my page and scroll up from a year. <laughs> they're going to go to Google. Google. And say, where's the best place for date nights in right Atlanta? There. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, my blog is like evergreen yep. content. That's where you're connected. And doesn't go to when you look on Google. Sometimes. I mean, but you have to sign down the app and things like that. Right. Like you typically go to like, you know, my website or Eater or something like that, you know? And um, I wanted it to be very accessible to people just to type it in and I just popped right up. So... I take pictures, I document, I highlight chefs. That's how one of the ways we've connected. I've done Mm -hmm. interviews with chefs to kind of give them a platform because a lot of chefs don't get their flowers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I could provide, you know, a showcase for some amazing chefs, why not?
0: Mm -hmm. Beyond that, once you started getting paid full time, I feel like your dream and your pivot kind of like expanded. What was that when you were like, "I can actually do this for other people"? So when we first started influencing, right, a lot of the girls thought we were lame,
1: right? Like they thought it was like, "This is so lame." These girls are taking pictures with products, they're standing, and they're like, "Wait, y'all are getting paid for this?" Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you think we're just going to, you know, tag.
0: Well, a lot of people don't understand that you're literally getting paid for you get, what you do. You get paid for that.
1: Like, yeah, it's like we work with brands. We We collaborate. Brands come to us and say, hey, we love your audience. We love your look. We love what you're doing. And we would love for you to create content that we can also use on your page. And sometimes they're like, we just want you to create the content so we can just use it for our page.
0: So when that changed in your career, when that started happening more, did you go to them or did they come to you?
1: I was always going, I always go, I took, today I still go Brock still reaches out. I don't wait. You know, I feel like any business is about volume. Mm -hmm. And if I'm waiting for somebody to reach out to me, that's not enough volume. So I'm always actively seeking out opportunities. I always act like I don't have a job and I'm always like applying. Like if if you literally, if you are unemployed and you have indeed are going to reach out one time, going to reach out to like 30 people.
0: A lot of people don't think like that. that. Well, this about, is amazing.
1: I a, love it. It's about volume. Like literally, you know, as an influencer, you may- uh, It's I'm, a numbers game. It's totally a numbers game. Right. So it's just like, you know, it's not just one thing you have to do. It's like a lot. And I think a lot of people feel like being an influencer is super- It's angel. a lot of work. It's so much- Content is it's hey, so much work. Right, not not right. to mention the contracts. I just brought on um, in-house counsel. Shout out to Beverly Bill Jr. Um, and okay. literally, she reviews all my contracts because these contracts are like 360 deals. Like they they're, do- insane. they're insane. They're insane. They're insane. And if you don't know, I remember like if you don't. I remember the first contract. Like, I was like, "What is perpetuity? Like what? What?
0: Forever." <laughs> but you don't know. So did you, you sign? Absolutely not. And I had to like literally. Really? I had to go a to a,
1: a lawyer, and yes. they're like, "I was like, it's wait, you charge two fifty an hour, an like, hour." And I was like,
0: "Well, so a lot of people hear that and they and they don't get a lawyer and they sign shitty deals." I would
1: rather pay the two fifty because it probably can cost me more if I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't it, know what I'm it, doing. It usually, you it usually does cost you if I don't know what I'm doing and I'm and I can't read the contract. So the
0: two fifty is working. Is worth it.
1: It's absolutely how pay your attorneys. It. Get a lawyer. Also, please make sure you're. Marked.
0: And stop signing shit without a lawyer.
1: You have to. That's what they go to school for.
0: Lawyers are working at your favor. They're going to, that little 250 is going to be nothing in compared to what you're going to get. And you're setting the tone when you have a lawyer involved. You don't have a lawyer involved. Whoever's on the other end already knows that they can get over. They have an right. upper hand immediately. And they usually are going to get over, right? Because they, they can. Because you don't know. There's a whole bunch of legal mumbo jumbo that you don't know. Well, it, okay. So, so what are some typical things that, people should be asking for in those type of like deals. Okay. So like when you, if you're going to be do branded contact, with if you're going to
1: do, if you're going to work with brands, you need to be very clear. What I ask brands is how do we define success from this partnership? Some brands want more followers. Some brands want likes. Some brands want saves. Some brands just want beautiful pictures that they can reuse on their stuff. Be very clear about your payment terms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Find out. <laughs> be very clear. If they're saying it's net 60, and I don't
0: do that 60. I do uh 80% up front, 20% on the back end, depending on what it's really looking like. I might need the 800, I mean that 100% all up front and I don't want to wait for anything on the back end. And
1: then on top of that, make sure that you're not, make sure you under promise and over deliver. Exactly. A lot of people say, I can do this and I can do that. And I can, I can do it in three days. And, and no, you can't. Yeah. And now you've ruined a relationship. They're probably not going to spend the block for you. You're stressed out. For Your no work reason. is not good. Because the, I think sometimes what happens though yes. is when you are excited about an opportunity, Mm-hmm. You get so excited that you just want to say yes and just do it because you're like, I've been waiting for this opportunity. And then after you take the opportunity, it's just like, oh, wait. I'm really not really. I'm, 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 I'm not. Well, no, it's like number one, I, I sold myself short. Right. Because I was thirsty. Number two, I don't even have the time. Number three, I don't even know, you know, because there's people you have to invest. Like, you know, you got to pay your photographer. If you use a videographer, like, you know, there's a lot of things that you it have. It costs to, money. And you didn't even look at the book. Is that even the budget? Let's do tomorrow. You didn't have
0: a budget? Like, you know, so it's just. You, you was to- just out here free balling, raw dogging the idea.
1: And it happened <laughs> to work. And now we're ill-prepared. So it's just like, you know, make sure you're very clear and concise on what you can do. And it's a negotiation. Mm -hmm. And I just signed a year partnership with uh, Noosa, the yogurt company. Okay. And I'm so excited about it. But I was like, I just had to keep it cool. Like, keep it cool. But like, they're wonderful to work with. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you know, I was very clear on what I could do, what I cannot do. And they were super. I was like, I hope they say yes. Hope they say yes. But I love that. It it worked out. Be
0: honest about what you can do. And what you you can't can't do.
1: Because it's going to... Everybody's gonna be disappointed.
0: Honestly, it's gonna take you further every time. That's it. lie, you gotta keep up with that lying shit, and then until they tell you can't. So. it's too much. Just be honest. so. It's fine. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So when you started delving more into those type of deals, um, what did those really look like financially when you when you started? Because I would imagine like early blogging compared to where you're at now early. Totally it was just, different. Oh, for sure. Because I was just creating content just to like get a resume out there. Like
1: you paint photographer, you're doing your hair, doing your makeup, you're shooting. Like me. And, you, and
0: you're you're just hoping that someone's so wishing on a star. We were talking about what your contract, like number-wise, used to look like when you first started out in the blog compared to where you're at now.
1: I think it depends on how much money you want your lifestyle to be. So okay. When, so like when, like when you break it down to like, okay, rent, Mm-hmm. You typically should make three times your rent Okay, of okay, your own money. That okay. way, you know, sometimes, you know, the first and the fifteen hits like, ooh, that's a long stretch. You know right. what I mean? So I say when you go into entrepreneurship, number one, don't leave your job. And if you are going to leave your job, create a nest egg for six to eight months because it's slow money sometimes. Like right. I just got done chasing a company that did not pay me since, I'm going to say, last October. Ooh. Exactly. they and, and what happened was somebody left that had my invoice. Right. And I was pregnant. <laughs> Hello? And that's when Brock came into play. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm missing some money. And they weren't responsive. So finally, we had to send over a demand letter. And they're like, we're so sorry. The person left. She didn't send us your invoice. And they gave me my money within three days. But if I was in need of that money, that could have crippled me. You know right. what I mean? So I say, when you start, literally, I... I say it like this. If you know business, you know business, right? So if I was a makeup artist, let's say I was in Birmingham, Alabama, or even Atlanta, and I was mm-hmm. coming, let's say Atlanta, I was coming, coming to Atlanta and I wanted to do makeup. Mm-hmm. I see the average face in, the, in Atlanta is 150, 175. Okay. If I'm trying to build up my clientele, I would charge $75 a face because number one, they would take a chance with the $75 face over paying $150. But then on top of that, you do one face an hour. That's $75 an hour. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I would say the numbers game. I also would say that when you think about entrepreneurship, think about how much money you need to live. And I'm not just saying to pay the bills. Right. How much money do you need to go on that trip to, you know, Bora Bora? How much money do you need if a, if you get a flat tire? How right. much money do you need to buy that house? And multiply that by two. So that's how you operate how even,
0: I- even early on when you first started buying
1: yeah, had to I had to save. I can't, I'm not going to what is it? Go broke or die trying?
0: Like I'm not, that's not, entrepreneurship
1: is already invasive definitely enough.
0: definitely been a go broke or die trying. No, absolutely
1: <laughs> not. I had no problem when things were slow going in the temp agency. Okay. And just working a couple of days because ooh, the, savings getting a little low. We have a little too many photo shoots coming up. Right. Like, no, you have to budget. Do the work budget. I can't use my last hundred dollars for this.
0: Okay. So you basically went into it or structure it as how I live has to be paid. How I lived in corporate, it has to be better what I was doing in corporate. Okay. And I was doing good in corporate. Okay. I just think that sometimes a lot of people don't really have a realistic expectation. Like if I'm doing food blogging, I post something for a company with a liquor brand that typically looks like 2000. You know, people don't know that. Really? Really? I'm dead serious. I mean, so I keep yeah, trying to draw it out of you. It may, I mean, I'm not I'm talking, talking about like, the lump sum of things. No, I'm saying Because like, some people aren't thinking of large enough to even pay for their life. So that's a, I think that that's great advice you, for people. You have to think about like your but lifestyle. Like people really don't know the basics of if I'm going to do a liquor brand post, this is what it looks like. But I think it also depends on all contents not
1: created equally. You know what I mean? So literally if I have- you know, 50,000 followers and I'm taking phone- pictures with my iPhone, but someone has 12,000 followers and they have an entire setup like this, we can't charge the same. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would say that on the, I mean, it could be some some bloggers, some food bloggers are getting $30,000 uh, Instagram post. What? Yeah. But also they're making money passively too, because like, for instance, if you have affiliate links, I know Amazon does some amazing affiliate links, but like someone comes to your website they purchase an item from your website. And let's say, for instance, you get like a kickback of like 20 cents or something like mm. that. But some of these affiliate programs, like you'll get like, I think it's something like 20% of their entire cart for for 24 hours. I've had friends who people have purchased those little 20 cent cards. And then after they present the little 20 cent cards, someone buys a refrigerator You're and they get a 20% commission off of that right? without leaving their house. Like, this, that's passive money. And I think that's what people need to focus on. Three things. Is your business essential? Like, I like it, mm-hmm. but it, are the masses? And like India was saying, like, does someone else need this? Are you feeling a need? Right. You are not buying your own product. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of tailor it to the masses. Mm-hmm. Number two passive. Right. What can you do that you're like, when I broke my arm like before my wedding, Mm -hmm. I was literally doing photo shoots with the sling. I'm like, I guess this ain't my passive girl (laughs) era. You know what I'm... And I was like, I am going to redo some things because like, I had a contract, I had a commitment, I had things to do and I had to do it with the broken arm. Right. Husband covering the arm so I don't look... It
0: was a mess. But
1: you got it done.
0: I got it done. In the end.
1: And I said, we got to restructure some things. Yeah. I'm going to restructure it.
0: Realistically. A lot of people, I feel like, don't know how to pivot. And so... um, I think it depends on what, when. whenever I talk to some of my girls. But that's
1: a pivot. When I talk to my girls from Thomas & Co., we work backwards. Mm-hmm. So what is your end goal? Right. And as your end goal, we know what opportunities to take, whether it's paid or not paid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some of my best opportunities have not been paid. Right. But it's worth it. It's not like, you know, they're asking me to, you know, do ridiculous things, but it hasn't been paid, but it's led to so many amazing bigger things. Right. sometimes the relationship is more than the money. Relationship is everything. Mm -hmm. You can have the money, you can have everything else, but if you don't have the reputation, you won't get anything.
0: Right. Your reputation matters. Your rep your reputation does matter.
1: It can make or break. When people bring up your name, it's like, ooh, I wouldn't ooh. work with I wouldn't work with when, uh, they, when, when they say Jornan, when they're like
0: it's like, oh, I'm working with Jordan. Uh, when you hear that uh, you know what it means. I come with a cautionary uh, t- uh but what is, a warning
1: sign. You, you've calmed down a lot over the no, worst. You've calmed down. I ah, have. You're still a little fun. spicy, but it's
0: different. You know, a little softer spice. <laughs> <laughs> no. I went from like cayenne pepper down to like Ow one of those ghost peppers <laughs> a ghost pepper i was out here wilding for a little while you know what i'm saying we love it but i love to see the growth That's um, good on you i appreciate that you're welcome i appreciate i'm trying to catch up to you you teach you're teaching me you ain't I just te- you're not just teaching my shuffling's out here i'm trying to soak up the gate i'm like okay this is how i gotta change my wording and uh manifest it different mm-hmm. yeah okay. mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm. so So now that you've been able to, at this point, kind of hone in on your branding and marketing and merging them together, because it's like, you're outside of just food blogging now. Yeah. And so what were the three things that made you come to that decision with Thomas & Co.? Like, what is that? People kept reaching out. Because you're not eating with Erica no more. I
1: I kept, like... (laughs) being, for, I was forced into it, like literally like gun to my back. Like people were asking me on the daily basis, like, how do I do this? How do I do this? And I was just like, you know what? I just need to create a platform. And my husband helped me with it. Cause I was just like, I'm the creative and he's more of the numbers guy. So it's just like, I think that we should start a monkey throwing business. So we're to be throwing bananas. And he's like, pause. How many bananas do we have to get? Where are the bananas coming from? Are we going to be able to source them? No I'm, here? I'm like, I don't know. I ain't thought from. about all that. I just want to throw some. And so it's just like, <laughs> let me wheel you back in. So I was like, I thought about it yeah. this and I think it's a good idea. And I had already been doing content creation for businesses, right. so whatever. So he was like, Well, let's get it on paper and you can start paying taxes because he's very serious about the taxes.
0: Yeah. Taxes
1: aren't no all joke. No, they're not.
0: I-, I feel like I get penalized being single with no baby. You're I'm absolutely, like,
1: you shit? do. Absolutely. What are you talking
0: about? What are you, and then they're talking about not even giving us social security. So it's like, What? So what? It's the organized thievery of crime. <laughs> But then the American
1: structure is—I've
0: always wild. Loved,
1: I've always loved helping people. Yeah, and it's makes me so happy to see these girls like reaching their goals and people who actually want to listen. Like, it's like if you're coming over here, like you're not gonna like me some days, right? You're not gonna like. I know that picture has fifty. You do on results. That's it. Yeah. We specialize in results. in My exactly. totally child's voice. Um, yeah. but it's just like you may not like, like it, it but you're gonna have to delete that picture. Like we want to make sure your brand safe. People don't. I. <laughs> I don't make the rules. And I feel like sometimes when people can. You're like, Trudeau, space, and that's why
0: we're just friends. No. <laughs> not
1: true. Not. True.
0: You know, you like them cheeks out. Okay. I haven't had them out in a long time. But you know, when I'm on the beach and, you know, you like them January, I'm 41. Hey, like, it ain't going to be here forever. You know what I'm saying? You, you like some cheeks. some hey, cheeks begin some play. Just a little bit. Just, just little cakes. You know, little cakes matter. You know? I was about to say, that's your tagline. Little cakes Little matter. cakes matter. You got to, you know, so, body positivity, you, you know.
1: know. I've always
0: liked it. I love
1: Thomas & Co. because it's such a different hat. It's like a, it's a more of an educator hat that I get to wear more than a creative and just teaching these girls how to create processes and how to like, you know, streamline. So lines. when they
0: come to you, that's what, they're the, like, look, when I've someone thinking, hires you, what are they doing? Okay, number one,
1: we're coming up with strategy for their page. Okay. Okay. Number two, we're coming up with brand direction. Number three, we're coming up with like brand worthy content. And I don't think that people realize that. It's like, I, <laughs> I have these followers and it's just like, I don't think a lot of women also realize that what influencer marketing is a $16 billion industry.
0: Now, I'm just laughing because of myself at Ooh. this point. <laughs> it's a $16
1: billion industry and it's supposed to go up. Right. And as it's going up, it's like, there's the more than enough. There's so many influencers now that's doing things. We have influencers that have Down syndrome. We have influencers that are deaf. We yeah. have influencers that do a little bit of everything. So You're it's not like,
0: going blind. Am I right? Uh, really? Yeah, let's get to the bag. Okay. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> it's called retinitis pigmentosa. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna you. I'm listening to how all long, this shit. I'm like, how long have you been blind? that out. Hey, I really just found out a few months ago. I don't. I've never. I don't. I've just did my another first it's, of talking about something publicly. We need to talk about because on your blog that they could tune into and find of us mm-hmm. together. I talked about something else. You did. Uh, an exclusive. But yeah. It's
1: eating with Erica exclusive. Yeah. So we we really talk about and then we talk about their goals. Like literally there I don't this yes, it's my business, but it's like this is your brand. So it's like, how are we gonna bring this to life? You know what I mean? Right. So that's what they that's what they come to me for. So it's been fun.
0: So it really is true. Like you're the uh, Olivia yeah. Pope.
1: Like, I'm very particular on people that I help, too. Right. Because it's like, I, I know
0: I can't. I know I'm not a fit for everybody. Right. And everybody's not a fit for me, and I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is actually, um, I think, a lot harder work because you're coming in and you're telling people that basically how they're representing themselves is not necessarily beneficial. Like, I have, what, like 27000 28000 And your followers your are very influential. Well... But so I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, like I'm hearing you now. (laughs) i heard you before because you've tried to tell me like, I don't think that, (laughs) you know, now that you've turned it into a successful business. Yeah. And so speaking in like for me, layman's terms, like with a language that I can understand it because essentially I didn't know what the company was. and now I get a clear vision.
1: And like when you have these contracts, they have like no profanity on your page can be used. No, no. One of them said no hookah. Okay. One of them said like they're very these brands are very specific on the image
0: that you're representing. It's an extension brand. of them. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So for people that are wanting to either sign on as a client or get into doing something like what you do with yeah. brands that maybe have had experience working with brands but want to branch out into this. Yeah. What's your advice? Two things.
1: Um I would say make sure you have a great yeah. network. Okay. Um, and when I like my network is vast, you know, I have friends from Buckhead to Bankhead. I love it. I love it. it. And I think that it's very important that you have your network because, as we discussed, your network is your net worth, which is how you got cooking from that tweet. Yeah. From the friend. Yeah. And it's very important for you to cultivate, not saying that you guys have to talk every single day, but knowing that if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it and you'd be reliable. And some of my, some of my network relationships, we're not the best as a friends, but we're great colleagues and they know. If I call them, they can do it. If they call me, I can do it. And then I would also say, make sure you have a plan, like a hardcore plan. Like I have a plan, like my Google Drive looks a mess, but I have a plan for like my relationship. What goals do I want us to accomplish in three, six, nine, Months. I have a goal for my son. I have a goal for my daughter. I have a goal for me personally. So
0: writing everything down, writing
1: everything, getting granular. Like what does that look like? Like yeah. what do you want your bank account to look like in six months? Okay, write that down. How are we gonna? How are we gonna do that? How are we gonna break that number down?
0: No. So one day I was actually talking to um Fifty Cent. Yeah. And he had said he had made a vision wall. He's like everybody talks about yeah. vision boards. He was like, but get rich or die trying era. He said I made a whole wall. Of a vision board, he was like, I pulled like what I wanted my carpets to feel like on the car leather, and like he was like, and he was like, I even had Mike Tyson's mansion on the wall. So I feel like you do have to get on a granular level. It just it just made me think of that whole conversation.
1: Also, like you know what they say, like a plan with a plan not written down is is a wish. Yeah, and it's just like you know. You have to look and see like, oh, man, like I've been falling off. I ain't done none of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? False you have to keep, you know, keep it very fresh in your mind so you can know to do. And don't get distracted from social media. I think a lot of people get so distracted. My thing is I tell all my girls, make sure you create more than you're consuming.
0: Yeah, well, it's an addiction at this point. A lot of people aren't even keeping up with how much time they're giving to their phone and not really doing anything outside of it. So, and it's just like you and, you, to- and you. This is part of what you do, so that it, I mean, I would listen to what you're telling. I put, you're I telling put it me. down
1: because it's like I don't need to see. I also with social media, you get to pick who is inspiring you and how you feel when you open that phone because you get to select who you follow. Right. So if you're not opening that phone and you're not feeling inspired and you're not feeling refreshed and you're not feeling like I can do this. Maybe you need to unfollow some of these accounts.
0: Right. Well, anything that makes me feel uneasy or agitated, I just unfollow. But everybody doesn't do that. Well, I had to get to that point. Did you? Yes. Yes. It's just like a social media. You can't play the
1: game. I have to clean com- it up. You can't, what am calling. You can't compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 20.
0: Oh, not like looking at what people were posting, just like if I didn't like them oh. or if what they were posting, the energy was off. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Or sure. just, you know, that that's what I'm saying and not understanding the power of even looking at that. I love that. But so now that you've given us like your recipe of success, um, do you ever are you thinking about turning what you're doing into into an actual show? No, I feel like you, you said TV's dead. No, I don't But think it doesn't that. have to be On TV <laughs> per se But like um, Netflix Or I, You know what I Okay, so I don't know We're, I mean, like, been, you, you been, speak like you're, They're dolls You I, know what I'm saying just, I, my just, dolls? I I could well, I, I would watch it You're funny as shit I mean, So Thank you, thank you. Was Nobody's doing a blogging show You know, I you think blog- that that's okay. right there. So this is what I'm gonna do. So
1: what I'm what I like. That's the thing. My husband always is like, you can't add anything else to your plate. You want to do everything. So what I am gonna do is I'm gonna like showcase. I'm working on this series with Tony. Um, you met Tony who did our podcast. Mm-hmm. And we are doing a tried and true segment uh oh to Atlanta classic restaurants okay and i feel like you know there's so many new restaurants there's so many new restaurants but i'm like there's restaurants that's been here for 20 30 years that people just kind of forget about and i kind of feel like especially with like the lawrence closing you know they were open for 11 years and like redbird closing and like my lawrence the lawrence atl Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're close. What? And it's just like you know, I don't feel like that. You know, and you know, as a food blogger, I know I couldn't have saved these restaurants, but like, I want to make sure that as much as we're admiring the
0: the, the new, new ones,
1: let's let's play a little homage to the classics too. So we're gonna go around and we're gonna start showcasing restaurants that's been open for three, five, so 10. This is audio, video, yeah,
0: not just um like okay, we're, we're gonna see not where just still pictures. No, we're, okay, we're look at have... me speaking on it. Yes, okay, so we're show. show? Yeah, no, we're, we're talking do about. A little- no show. No show do, aspirations. You said shows are dead. Look at you. Oh, you gotta, You got to watch out oh, for this one right do here. A little,
1: we're going to do a little something, something. Just see how it goes. I mean, it's a lot. When you're like, I'm independent, you know, you know mm-hmm. I like to consider us, you know, we're like rappers. We don't want to sign. We're just, we're independent. So everything's, you know, out of pocket. And, you know, we're going to work with some sponsors, but, you know, it's just, you want to make sure that. As you're spending
0: your own money yeah. for it, that is something that you're passionate about. You're not going to get bored with it, right? Yeah, that's. I think that that's solid advice. I think that that's solid advice. And so for our dessert, okay, I feel like we've just only reached the, scratch the surface of who mm-hmm. you are and encompassing what you do. Yeah. Um, what do you see next beyond the show? Okay, like, so number one, we're picking the dinner parties back up. Okay. They were
1: a time i loved it it was such an amazing time and i was like i still haven't gotten an invite to one of those you'll get invited but. this year you'll get invited this year <laughs> but we're doing more so of like a supper club
0: i've polished and myself up like- and I, <laughs> i'll wear the appropriate attire no cheeks out you know they might hear a little cousin every now and then. Mm-hmm. Don't put too much extra thing. But do that. I love the I love the uh, dinner parties. I love the dinner parties. But I want to kind
1: of elevate it. So if you can't make the dinner parties, we're gonna do like a little happy hour each month. And then if you can't make the happy hour, we're gonna do some Zoom calls. And as we do the and Zoom you calls, can maybe
0: partner with um you. India. Well, in for India. the wine thing, but I also yeah.
1: want to partner with you because, like, like I said, there's some stuff that we need to know how to make. Some of these girls know how to make biscuits. I'm some of these girls.
0: Okay. Some of these girls know how to make lobster. Yes. Oh, the cookie cooking dinner series saying, oh, I'm just remembering that you were doing that part. I yeah. was thinking only the dinner series. So what she's speaking about is dinner series, including chefs. And mm-hmm. they're not just putting together events for and people like, to have dinner. And we like being hands-on, like cooking in our own kitchen. Mm. And you guys like leading
1: us on how to make biscuits and like lobster biscuits and things like that. Because, you know, I'm a home cook. I take this title chef very serious. You. I know right now that... Because everything's so accessible, but I consider a chef that someone who actually went to culinary school, they know how to plate. They know that, you know, as you taught me, you can't put, you know, just a top on a hot something because of the condensation. It
0: oh, yeah. Area. All these people out here with meal preps. That I'd be like, uh-uh, uh uh-uh, take that of off, it. take that take that off.
1: So yeah. it's just like, you know, I'm very – and because I'm in the culinary space, I know that there are some amazing people that are self-taught. But you can always see with the plating, who went to school and who went, who did, you know?
0: Yeah, but, uh, well, the, that's a misconception because chefs also are taught, like – You can't replace time and experience. So for chefs, some of us, just because you go to culinary arts school, you're not a chef when you graduate. You have to put in the time and experience. For sure. And so you can't replace the two. So then you have to go and learn under a chef. Like we have Master Chef, yes. Daryl you don't Shuler. just get to, a, oh, you cook food for the family; everybody loves it. Or you turned it into a hustle yeah. and now you're a chef. There's really we blood, sweat, tears, and we and we and actually here's have experience. a relationship with the food. Yeah, time and experience—you can't replace the two ever at all. And you shouldn't
1: try to like. And I enjoy the process. Like, my, we always say that, like you know, when you start new stuff, it keeps you humble. It you does. Don't, you don't ever get you don't ever get too big headed because you start new stuff. So you're always about brought. Uh, Hopefully this work. Hopefully this works.
0: Yeah, you gotta have the vision, and then you gotta actually do the work. Execution, and this is the thing: we're striving for execution, not
1: perfection. Yeah, just execution. get it done. Like, just every- do it. Just do it. Everybody has all this amazing content. Like just Mike. post it. Just post it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, maybe I'll start working on polishing up my image look, look and it. making my content look, more intentional. Intentional, at- and get an actual and get, no an actual, and get an actual photographer. Yeah. You yeah, do some cool But people here. don't know. Some people really try to do this with their phones. And so you've just been casually just dropping game all day. I could talk to you for hours. I love this. I can't wait for part two. I could talk to you for hours. So can you tell the people where they can find you?
1: Um, at eatingwitherica.com. And then you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook
0: at eatingwitherica. And if you are somebody in the space that needs help, they can find you at thomasandco.com. See? There now See Okay. So thank you, Erica. You You are so much more than a food blogger to me. So sweet. And so that could be a show title for you. So much more than a food blogger. But thank you, Chefies, for tuning in. And that's a wrap.